coming to you live from the Summerton Community of Summerton, Philadelphia. We continue over here with Evan Shlema. In Perik Vav, the Perik of Chinuch, and we're up to Simon Dalid, and that's the Simon of Patching. And we're finally there. We finally have arrived where the guy really speaks through the sugya of hitting your children, beating them up, patching them, administering corporal punishment. And we've seen the guy you know, sprinkle his comments till now here and there with, you know, the idea of patching being brought in in passing. Uh, we have been putting off the discussion, we have been putting off the sugya, but we can no longer put it off. Now we have to deal with it. As this is the sugya that we are facing this morning, Rabbi, so this is where we're at. And the Gain in in, 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 in Simon, rather, Simon Dalit, Perigvav Simon Dalit, the Gain is not going to be um, discussing whether or not we should patch. It's a given by the Vilna Gain that you sometimes do have to patch your children, and that's you know lifted from Sokim. Sokim and Mishlei we saw tell us that the, the proper way to parent your children appropriately is to patch occasionally. Um, so it's a given by the guy that in, in the correct Turdic perspective of how to raise your children, you do sometimes have to hit them. He's going to be discussing how. What's the right way and the wrong way of hitting your children? The right way and the wrong way of patching. Um, I think it behooves us, before we begin the guy, to be marked him with the greater discussion that we have, a contemporary discussion amongst the G'dayle Mechanchen, if it's still appropriate for us. If we should still be patching our children, not patching, should we be hitting, should not, we not be hitting, should we still be going with the tradition, the Messiah that, that, that we have, that go, that, you know, which is nested within the Torah itself, that Yiddishkeit does believe in hitting your children, or, or, or are we um, not to be doing that anymore? I think we have to, you know, in, in terms of us developing the sugi, we have to start over there. But I do want to speak out a number of things. So we will start with the discussion of to patch or not to patch. That will be the first question. The going discussion is how to patch and how not to patch. But the third point that we got to be um, uh, aware of in going to this morning's discussion is, I think we will see something frightening, something eye-opening, that there may be more than one way of hitting your child. It's, cap- it's possible. A person is capable of patching, of hitting their children in more way than one. There's, there's, there's physically hitting your children, and there's ways of beating them up, not in a physical way as well. So even if we, you know, decide that we are enlightened, illuminated, progressive-thinking parents, that we don't hit our children any longer, we may really be hitting them without realizing it. Okay, you may be hitting your kids um, thinking that you're a progressive-minded, enlightened, illuminated parent. You don't hit your kids anymore. You may really be hitting them, you know, without realizing it because there's more than one way to patch your kids. So that's the third point to, to bear in mind over here. And as such, being that there may be more than one way to hit your child, we still need to follow the guidance of the Vilna Gain, that's really going to be the bottom line over here, that what the Gain has to share with us is highly relevant. The Gain is going to be discussing how to patch and how not to patch, the right way of hitting your children, the, the wrong way of hitting your children. So, putting all of this together, 
The words of the Vilna Gain are true and, and timeless and relevant for all of us, even if we're dealing with parents, even if we as parents um, have made a decision that our mechanchem tell us, our beim tell us, our, 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 our approach with our parenting is we don't patch our children, you are patching your kids. We've decided we don't hit our kids, you are hitting your kids, because there's more than one way to hit your kids. It doesn't have to be physical, through physical violence, for the physical contact, there's ways of hitting your kids, through non-physical contact, and as such, the, the, the guidance and the direction of the Vilna Gun is relevant to every single parent, because there's more than one way to patch a child, even if you decide you're not going to physically hit them. So, before we, before we get started in the words of the gun, let's be mapped them with the question, you know, that faces all of us in the year 2023, Tavshin Pei Gimel, are we still supposed to be going with the guidance of, of the book of Proverbs of um, spare the rod and spoil the child and, and, and uh, hate the child, right? Um, as we saw in the Gain, the Torah tells us that you have to hit your children to keep them in line. Is, is that still our approach? Is it not? So the G'day the are split on the issue. They are split on the issue. And there's, there are opinions Lakan Lakan and Rib Shleim of the famed and famous Mashgiach of Klal Yisrael, who is Nifter, maybe some 15 years ago, Cholmite Pesach, I think it was. Cholmite Pesach, pretty sure that's how I remember taking my son to his Levaya, the Beis HaMosar there in in, uh, in um, Ezra's Torah. He had his Beis HaMosar. I believe it was Cholomite Pesach. I think so. I think so. But it was around that time of year. Um, maybe a little bit more than 15 years ago. So Shlomo Volba, who was a, a um, Talmud of Rabbi Ruchim, who himself was a Talmud of the Alter, was a Talmud of Rabbi Sosal Alter. So we're talking about someone who has credentials, who's certainly a, an established and well-respected link in the chain of, of the Bali Moser. Revolba famously held that, no, you can't patch your kids anymore. This is Revolba's approach to Chinuch. And he, he, his, his um, position was based on the following... Um, outlook. He held that, <clears throat> you know, the world has gotten schwacher. Kids have gotten schwacher. Everybody is, is, is weaker. We're much weaker than we used to be. But including and especially kids. Kids <clears throat> are growing up in a different world than they used to. Kids are growing up with different <laughs> expectations than they used to. Kids are growing up with, with, um, with an, an entirely different uh, system of development and responsibilities than they used to. And that being the case, kids are, are, are more fragile than they used to, more delicate than they used to be, um, more sensitive than they used to be. And Revolba held that children nowadays are, uh, are need um the the uh, you know we're going to put that that balance in in making the the uh, call between the dosages of ahava and teichacha love and rebuke the right hand and the left hand 
Revolva says, certainly you have to discipline your children. Certainly you have to be mechanic them. You have to train them. You have to educate them. But in terms of going to that extreme, that once in a while I have to give them discipline uh, of such a nature, to, to such a degree that I have to actually make physical contact with them, hit them. Revolva said that... The the, um, the children of our generation are, can't can't work with that anymore, can't work with that anymore. They're more fragile than they used to be, more sensitive than they used to be, more delicate than they used to be, and you have to give them more love and increase the dosages over there and lessen the dosages of the the extremes to which we go with when we discipline, and therefore certainly discipline, but not through physical contact, not through physical contact. Um, the fragility has increased the point that it's going to be in danger of Chashon perhaps instead of correcting them maybe breaking them this was the position of Revolba so Revolba essentially held that no, you don't patch your kids anymore you don't hit your kids anymore discipline without hitting, discipline without patching but don't patch and don't hit don't patch and don't hit Um, this was and it still is not unanimous not this is not the the um, universally accepted opinion of of the mechanchim of the gedolim mechanchim and the mashgichim, and I myself have heard firsthand <clears throat> from gedolim mechanchim figures in Kala Yisrael who contemporary figures um, it should be Gazant and Shtarkad Meve Esrim who themselves are also links in the chain of Masayra who firmly disagree and say no there's still a place and a, a time and an outlet and a, a need a need, outlet's the wrong word a place, a time and a need for um, the occasional discipline through physical contact, through hitting your children, through patching and um, some of them are, are in fact coming from the same base medrash uh, ultimately as Revolba and disagree with Revolba on the matter and say the the outlook of the Torah, the Hashkafas HaTorah, that there is a time and a place and an occasional need to physically punish your children, to hit them and to patch them, is still relevant and is still, you know, yes, maybe kids are more fragile than they used to be, more delicate than they used to be. They used to be. Give them a lot of love, give them copious amounts of love, but there's an idea, a, a, an eternal idea, a timeless idea, in sometimes there being a need to hit your children. So, the the Mechanchim are split on the issue. Is it still relevant? Is it not relevant? What should a person do? I'm speaking at the sugya. What should you do in raising your own children? You should go to whomever you normally go to in asking these questions and, and navigating the crossroads of life. Everyone should go to their own rabbi, their own rav, their own person who gives them that guidance and advice and knows them intimately, knows them well, knows their family well, knows what's going on in their in, in their homestead well, and receive the advice of your personal Rav, your personal Rebbe, your personal Mashkiach. But what, what we will bring to the table today is, again, the G'dayle Mechanchem are split on the issue. And there are, there are, Tzadol Lekan Lekan, Shittas Lekan Lekan. And, again, we, we do have, Revolva comes quite distinguished, quite established in the, the, the canon of the uh, the mashpim, the leaders and, and, and the guideposts of Klai Yisrael, and this was his firm and clear position. We as individuals, we do what what, what um, we always do is we have to say We have to have our personal guidance from someone who knows us personally and intimately. Good. So that's 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 the hakdama 
to to uh, Simon Dalid. And that being said, again, let us remind ourselves that the Gain is definitely in the camp of um, we don't refrain from hitting our children when it's necessary. It's not off limits. It's not something that became no longer relevant. And the discussion of the Gain is going to be when to yes hit and when to not hit. And as we mentioned, though, even if, let's say, someone aligns himself in the camp of Revolba and he decides he believes that it's incorrect, I don't patch my kids, I don't hit my kids anymore, that's what his Rebbe is telling him, there's more than one way to skin a cat. There's more than one way to hit a kid. Rabbi said, more than one way to hit a kid. And you may be hitting your children, even without realizing it, you may you know, have yourself convinced that I'm, a, 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 I'm enlightened, a modern modern thinking parents who, you know, I'm in touch with my kids, I'm in touch with my kids, I don't hit my kids anymore, you may really be beating your kids up without realizing it. There's numerous ways of hitting your children, it doesn't have to be physical, and therefore the words of the guy, either way, are relevant for all camps, all parties, all contingents and factions within Kalei Yisrael. And with that being said, let's see the guy right away. He's going to tell us how to hit and how not to hit. And again, he doesn't have to be speaking about physically. It could be non-physically, we'll, as we'll discuss as we go through this piece. So let's see. Zap the guy. Kishemak es benoi. When a parent hits his child, again, just from the opening word, it's clear that the guy believes that sometimes you've got to do it. And not that we needed to see that now. We already saw that. The guy did talk about, he talked about even beating up your daughters, right? So kishemak es benoi. When you are hitting your child, when it's time to give him a patch, Make sure you absolutely do not hit him as an enemy. Don't attack him as an enemy. As an enemy. Out of anger. Out of anger at what he did in the past. That's not the kavana, that's not the intention. And that cannot be how you patch your kid. Rak. You got to hit him with the intention that you are helping him in the future. You're preventing him from doing something dumb in the future. In other words, not a punishment, but a deterrent, as we would say. Okay? Not a punishment for something that he did, but a deterrent to make sure he's not going to do it in, in, in the future. You're using the, uh, the association between what he did and what he's receiving to make sure that in the future, if he should consider doing it again in the future, he will hopefully, hopefully, not repeat his mistake because he remembers that you patched him last time. It's not a punishment, it's a deterrence. And he shall no longer um, mess things up, right? Make that the same mistake. Therefore, being that being that the patch that you give him can't be that of an enemy out of anger. Al yaka oisai, and rather it has to be the deterrent for the future. Al yaka oisai harbe bepam achas. Don't hit him repeatedly in one shot. Rak ma'at ma'at. Tzibisloch, tzibisloch, a little bit at a time. Lafi darkoi, according to what he requires. Ulafi hanoisloi, what's appropriate for him. When a parent feels when, and sees that he's getting really angry at his kid, he's really upset with him for what he did, don't hit him at all at that moment in time. Don't hit him at all. Make sure you don't hit him. If you see you're really angry at your kid, you're really upset with your kid, 
Don't hit him, period. Okay, fascinating. What's the guy telling us? He's telling us there's a right way to patch and a wrong way to patch, and the correct method and the incorrect method, and that determines how I patch and how I don't patch. The right way to patch is as a deterrent, I make, to make sure that my kid doesn't, doesn't misstep, doesn't step out of line in the future. The incorrect way is to do it, he says, the guy in three things. As an enemy out of anger and for what he did, as a punishment. As a punishment for what he did. It's clear from the guy, and he spells it out already in the beginning, it's implicit and it's explicit in the end. Being that there's a wrong way to patch, the wrong way to patch is when you're doing it as an enemy out of anger for what he did. A punitive patch, the punitive patch... Um, If that's the only way you're going to patch your kid, you're not allowed to patch him. Not only is it inappropriate to hit him um, as a punishment for what he did, if that's why you're going to be hitting him, you're not allowed to hit him. You're not allowed to. You're only allowed to hit your kid if it's going to be a deterrent type of patch. Something to make sure he doesn't do that again down the road. What's the difference? Excellent question, Arthur. That's the question of the hour. We're, that's exactly what we've got to be discussing. Very good. Um... It's clear from the going that if the parent's going to be patching and punishing his kids in a punitive way, he's not allowed to do it. You can only do it if it is a determined, deliberate, deterrent type of patch. Then the parent is allowed to do it. Um, okay. But let's zoom in a little bit closer and ask some questions over here. Um, let's ask some, some questions. Uh, The Gain gives three different ways of, of describing how not to patch. And the question is, how do all three go together? And what's the underlying word over here? What's the underlying theme that the Gain is trying to share with us? The Gain says, you're not allowed to hit your kids if it's just a punishment, if you're punishing him for what he did. Okay, that we understand. Don't, don't, I mean, we understand it without, without, without processing. We haven't processed it yet. Like, why? Why not? Okay, that's a question. But the guy goes on to say, it puts three ideas together into one peckle. He says, don't do it as a punishment, out of anger and as an enemy. Out of anger and as an enemy. Why do all those three ideas travel together? Why are they going hand in hand? You know, there are certain things that always travel together. They're all like threesomes, triplets that always go together, Right? Um, they travel together all throughout Shas, hand in hand. It has to guess everyone has their, uh, we all had a lot of Freudian moments just now. Um, uh, maybe I had my own as well. I don't know. The one I pulled out. <laughs> right? Right? Um, the guy puts together in, 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 in one peckle over here, in one peckle. Aynesh, Kas, and Oyev. Hitting your child as a punishment, out of wrath, and as an enemy. So, first of all, you know, let, let's ask, there's numerous questions to ask over here. First of all, why Taka can't I patch my kid as a punishment? Why not? Why, why not? Why not? Why, what's the matter with the punitive patch? Why, why can't it be the, the punitive patch. Um, um, the guy says it can't be the uh, punitive patch, the patch of punishment, 
it has to be the the um, patch of perfection. The patch of perfection, not the patch of, the, not the punitive patch. The patch that's going to help him down the road to perfect his ways, as a deterrence, as a deterrence. Well, first of all, why? Why, why is that? Why can't I? So you guys, he has to be punished, right? It's a punishment. So let me patch him out of punishment. Um, why not? Second of all, here's where like, lots of questions crop up immediately. Why does that have to be that a punishment logically, naturally, clicks side by side, hand in hand, with? anger and an enemy. Yeah, sometimes we do lose our temper with our children, but they, the two ideas have to go hand in hand, that, that when I'm doing it as a punishment, um, it's because I, I'm, I'm angry at them. I'm angry because I'm angry. And third of all, why does anger connect with an enemy? Why, why, why do I make my child an enemy? Um, because I'm, I'm angry. What, what's the connection over there? The guy is saying, that if I'm doing it as a punitive patch, I'm I'm also doing it out of anger. That's already a question. And I'm I'm makas oyev. It's a makas oyev. Um, it, it's it's the blow of an enemy. It's the attack of an enemy. Chalil v'chas. My kids might not my enemy. I love my kids to pieces. I love my children. Even when I have to patch them, I still love them. I still love them. Even when they got me angry, I still love them. The guy is is branding this. Branding this. For perpetuity over here, as the blow of an enemy, the attack of an enemy. Why? Why is the guy telling me I'm an enemy just because I'm angry at my kids? Um, and then, parallel to all that, one final question that has to be asked over here is: the guy illustrates and characterizes that what's the? How do we know when it's uh, the appropriate patching as opposed to inappropriate patching? The the patch of perfectionism, patch of perfection as opposed to the punitive patch, how, how do we know when one is, when it's one and not the other? So the guy, it depends if it's measured, ma'at, ma'at, a little at a time, lefi darkai, or is it har bebepam achas, a lot in one shot. Again, what's the, what, what's the keshavi, what's the connection? Why is one directly, naturally a product of the other? If I'm, if I'm doing it <coughs> out of anger as an enemy, there's going to be a lot. And if I'm doing it to perfect him, there's going to be a little. Like, wh why is one dependent on the other? So these are the questions that are going on over here in Simon Dalad. And as always, hopefully by asking the correct questions over here, they will help us uncover and unearth the, the Vart, the Yisoyed HaDvarm, what's lying beneath the surface of the guy and what the guy is sharing with us. The Yisoyed HaDvarm, the fundamental and foundational ideas over here that are going in the sugya of patching. And let's try with these questions as our guide to unlock this sugya and get into the kishkas, get into the kishkas of this topic of patching your kid, hitting your kid when it's appropriate, when it's inappropriate, how to do it the right way and the wrong way. So let's begin <coughs> with... Um, with <clears throat> the question of anger and, and um, enemy. Says the guy, the wrong way of hitting your kid, the wrong way of patching him is when it is a punishment and the patch of punishment is equated with that question in the guy's eyes as that of an enemy and that which is being done out of anger. So we asked, why does anger have to go together with punishment and why does being an enemy have to go together with anger? 
And remember that the Goyim told us that when it is out of anger, you're not allowed to hit your kids. It's such an important idea for us to hear. You're not allowed to hit your kids. Your mamash is not allowed to hit them when it's out of anger. Why do the two go hand in hand, anger and being an enemy? And the Territ is like this, Rabbi Say. And this is something that every parent can relate to. It's a frightening, chilling insight into ourselves and our psyches and our responsibilities to our children. Our kids know how to get us nervous. Our kids know how to get us angry. Our kids know how to get us upset. Our kids excel at it. They didn't have to go to school for it. They didn't have to go to basic training. They didn't have to enroll in any course. They know naturally. They're wired. The Rebbeinah Shalalem designed them, designed them um, to, to shine in the area of making us nervous, making us upset, making us anxious. I think the mothership is calling. Yeah. Is that the mothership again? Okay. For basic training. Again, uh, the mothership is ready to... Okay, well, we have to please let the mothership know we have to finish the simit first, yes? Good, thank you, Arthur. Now, um, our kids excel at getting us nervous, making commotion, making a mess, making havoc, making chaos, making everything just upside down, inside out. And every which way. Uh, you know, um, that the, the things can be, as, except for the way things are supposed to be, right? They, they excel at that. Now, what happens to us when we're there as parents and we're trying to have a semblance of a, a Shabbos meal or a supper or a lunch or everyone get ready to go to school, everyone get ready to go to sleep, everyone get ready to go in the bath, get out of the bath, clean up. What, what does that do to us when, when we need to do that with kids? With kids who are being kids. Kids are just, again, programmed and wired to make us nervous and to make us anxious and to make us off-kilter. What happens to us? We get nervous. We get anxious. We get off-kilter. We get agitated. We get very agitated inside. We get very nervous. And the more they do, the more nervous we get. The more nervous we get, the more we get to approach our limitations. Our limitations in terms of how much we can tolerate, how much we can handle, how much stress we can take. We get more and more and more and more stressed out. There comes a point when there's only so much stress we can take and we're going to blow, we're going to blow our lids, we're, we're going we're to blow up, we're, we're, we're going to, you know, lose it, we're going to lose it. My kids give up making me so much sugar, so nuts so nervous, there's only so much stress I can handle, only so much tension and, 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 and nervousness that I can take. We don't want to have a nervous breakdown. We need to release all that, right? We need to, the safety valve needs to open up. We need to release some of that nervousness, release some of that steam, release some of that pent-up angst and, 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 and uh, tension. And the problem is when we release it on our children. That's a makas oyev. When we release all that tension and nerves and stress on our kids, then what we're doing is we are making them the enemy. And this is a bad parent. And this is the tendency of every parent who's parenting on autopilots. And when we're not learning 
words of the Halakha Gain over here. We're not receiving guidance and instruction from, from uh, the Kadmainim, from the Torah's eternal perspective and truth on how to raise our children. We, we will be parenting on autopilot. And whenever you do anything on autopilot, it always results in what? In disaster. We were talking about, earlier about Pinchas Yankov bringing planes down, bringing airplanes down, you know, with a, with a thud and a crash and a burn and a boom. Anytime anything is done, that we're doing anything on autopilot, it's always going to result in a crash. It's going to come out the wrong way. Parenting is, 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 is uh, no different. Parenting, certainly, when we're parenting on autopilot, it's going to result in disaster. And one of the biggest disasters that results when we're parenting on autopilot is that we get stressed out, we get very nervous, we get very tense, and then we just let them have it. We let them have it. We have to release all that stress. We have to release all that tension. And we release it on our children. And our children become the receiving end for all of our tension. That's what the guy is referring to with Makas Oyev. In other words, when a parent will connect with his kid, will hit his child, will hit his child when he's all worked up, when, as the guy says, when the parent is getting really angry and angry, means lots of things. Angry means I, I, I'm tense, I'm nervous, I'm anxious, I'm, I, I'm, 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 I'm really worked up. That's what anger means, right? Now, all these feelings that are, that are churning inside of me, because my kids are making me sugar. if I hit my child in such a state, you know what I'm doing? I'm using that patch. I'm using that patch, that blow that I give my kid as a way of venting venting and releasing all that steam, releasing all that stress, releasing all that tension, I vent by opening up that safety valve on my kids. That's a makas oyev. That's exactly what the guy means, that that's the blow of an enemy. Why? Because my child is the enemy. He's the one, he's making me mishoga. He's making me so stressed out, so, so flummoxed. And so harried and so nervous. And, and, and look what you're doing to me by like the craziness that you're doing at, at the dinner table. The craziness that you're doing in, in the morning when I have to get you out. In, in the evening when I have to get you in. In the afternoons when I have to get you to do your, your homework. Inside I'm feeling so much stress, so much tension, so much anxieties for my kids. I have to, I have to retaliate. Retaliate back at my child who is causing such feelings in me. I retaliate by, by hitting them. By hitting them. And when such a blow is landed, when it's a patch under such circumstances, I may have convinced myself, well, my child really needed this because he's not listening, because he's not doing his job. He's, excuse me, instead of eating the spaghetti, he is pouring it all over his head. Instead of eating the meat sauce, he's pouring it all over the floor. Instead of eating the spaghetti and the meat sauce, He's mixing it into his brother's, he's pouring it down his brother's shirt, right? So I, mean, he's got, I got to teach him a lesson. I got to teach him a lesson over here. I teach him a lesson with a huge patch. I, I'm convincing myself that he deserved this. No, he didn't really deserve it. All I'm doing is I'm calming myself down. I'm calming myself down by retaliating, fighting back at the enemy. The enemy that pushed me too far, I'm fighting back at the enemy. And now oh, I'm calm again. I've calmed myself down. I've calmed myself down. This is what the guy is saying with the 
um, blow out of anger is the blow of an enemy, is all I'm doing is just relieving myself of that tension, releasing all that stress, and I'm releasing it on my kid who has caused all that stress to me. This is off limits. This is usr. This is the last and the worst way to raise children, and this damages children. Okay, it's late. That we, 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 uh, the balls are now rolling over here, are, are, are rolling and revolving over here in the greater courts and the courtrooms of proper parenting. We've gotten the show on the road. Mitzvah Hashem, tomorrow we will put the rest of this together, wrap everything up, and, and, and read this back. It's the going, put the whole going together. And then with that as our guide, we will clearly and hopefully all be able to understand and see how hitting your kids in the incorrect way is not limited to physical contact. There's more than one way to hit your kid in the inappropriate way, and there would be, therefore, more than one way to punch a child in the appropriate way. We'll continue with that tomorrow.